Hey guys, Drummond here. Just want to let you guys know that we do have a YouTube channel up right now. And if you guys would like to see that, go ahead and type in drum, the symbol, and drummer, and you guys can see our beautiful faces there. And we are putting up extra content. It's more of like the uncut version of the podcast. However, if you do like the more polished, censored version of this podcast, go ahead and keep listening. The episode will come up right now. Howdy, partner. Welcome to the Drum and Drummer podcast, where we all here like to hang out and drink a little bit of whiskey and and talk about our family issues because we got lots of them apparently and uh we were traumatized as kids thinking about the future now kind of figuring out life as it comes along uh what do you say about that man you gotta properly introduce your big daddy uh your your partner big daddy dalton (laughs) (laughs) my partner here uh we got uh sir matthew drum he's english he's english how you doing man I'm doing great, man. <laughs> <laughs> that was the most subtle, subtle English accent. If I add might to random things. Matt, we have something we need to address on the podcast. We Yes, we do. Accent. Um, I, I can't do an English accent. We'll do it. Do, do it extra. Do Valley Girl. Do Valley Girl. Cheerio. That's not. That's um, all I got. Do London, bro. So we got some... Um, some what do, we, what, what do we call it? Constructive criticism. Constructive criticism, and we love that. We always need more. Um, so thank you to uh, the two lovely people that uh, told David and Matthew uh, their constructive criticism. Criticisms? Criticisms? Criticism. Criticize. Criticize. And uh, basically, uh, we apologize to our listeners. We want to make sure that you guys are as involved on the podcast as uh, people who are actually watching our YouTube videos as well. Um, and... Uh, you know, we're going to try our best to kind of explain things more. Uh, but overall, uh, we're going to do our best this episode. And please feel free to let us know. Send us emails on how we can make the podcast better. Because we try to do that every week. Yeah. Sounds about right. So, so David, uh, roll that bitch. By bitch, guys, I actually meant roll the intro. If you guys weren't watching me, I actually looked at David. And I, I physically pointed, he pointed, his right pointed in, at him. He pointed his right index finger right towards index. David's mustache. Is that good, Ernesto? When he mm-hmm. said that, that's that statement. fucking good, Ernesto? <laughs> Roll it. I'm drum. I'm drummer. <laughs> All right, welcome back, everybody. Week 74. I think it's week 75. No. Week 74, guys. That's 4 times 4, which is 16. Plus 2, which is 18. Plus 4, which is 22. 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. Wow. 22. Plus 5, which is 27. 27. I'm doing some crazy. Oh! What is it? What is it? What is it? Podcast. A Podcast. A mosquito, guys. A mosquito just flew right past me. <laughs> it's flying so fast. And now it's coming towards Matthew. Now it's going down under our camera shot. Um, and now I have no idea where it is, uh, but I'm not scared of mosquitoes. It just came out of 27. 27, guys. 27 plus 6. That is uh, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, plus 6, 39, plus 5, 44, 44, plus 8, 48. Guys, this number is getting too big. Um, you, you, oh. for, where, where am I at? Where am I at? 48? You're at 52. 52 plus 7. Uh, fuck, this is a hard one. 59 plus 10, 
Uh, 61. 60. <laughs> you did 59, and then you added 10. It's your favorite number. That's 69. Good number. 69 plus 170 plus 474. And as always, we're your hosts. I'm Drum. And I'm Drummer. And this is a podcast about brotherhood and the three S's. Storytelling. Self-improvement. And the supernatural. Dalton, dude, what is up? Dude everything man yeah to fill me in bro i'll fill you in brother let me tell you oh first of all tuesday yeah uh, no, no 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 i so we're recording this on tuesday but when they listen and watch this um for all our listeners out there we are wearing floral shirts so happy floral friday happy floral is that why sure happy floral friday everybody hey, but it's only floral fridays when we feel like so it should be floral for our fridays. listeners um we're actually wearing these I shirts just, but mine is blue and matthews is red so, <laughs> all right, we, we have two people that have this problem, and we have like at least 250 more who don't have that problem. Well, they were least, fine just listening. So, uh, Dalton, dude, fill me in on your week. What is going on? Uh, so, some exciting news. I got a promotion at work. Yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I should probably put that in because there's a lot of people that have never heard that sound that's effect. That's true. That, that's the best sound effect. That's a throwback. Yeah, that is really is. Um, so I got a promotion at work. Um, been figuring all that stuff out, all the little things. Um, it's a lot more than I thought it was going to be. Um, I, I, for a second, I was like, did I bite off more than I could chew? But I think, you know, I think I realized it was beef jerky. You just got to keep eating it. Amen. You know? um, Amen. I felt like that was a good. That, no, that was great. I felt like that, that made sense that in my head. Yep. Um. So yeah, it's been really cool. Um. It's been a, a blessing to to work with more people and you know kind of see you know what new challenges await. And uh, yeah, man, it's been really it's been busy. And then last week of school this week, I have my last test on Saturday. Um, it's your last week of school already. Yeah. Right. You remember that? When well, we, next no, week. Next week doesn't count. That. Next week's a bunch of different like. Like we meet with a career counselor, and then I meet with uh, this whole like thing called game theory, which I have no idea what it is, but there's no test. So we used to get out in the middle of June. Well, no, but his his situation is different. It's not school. Like he didn't start. He he started with a cohort. He didn't start on like traditional I didn't school. Do four years of college. System. You have a gang. Yeah, no. my cohort. Dog. Oh, you're talking about your class. Yes, his class. I'm not, thinking. Not, no, I'm no, no, thinking no, no, his no. school no, that no, he no. works at. Yeah. No. 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 Not not the school. Um. But my classes end this week. So, uh, next month, dude. It's I. I'm kind of getting a little nervous. I don't know. It's been. I've just kept myself busy for so long that to not have much of stuff to do, I feel like I'm gonna like go through like a loop where I'm gonna be like not trying to figure out what I can try or what to figure out. I know I want to keep working on my Python and programming stuff, so I'm gonna make that a big basis of anything I do for a certain period of time every day to get like at least two to three hours of that in. Um, other than that, I'm not really sure. I know work and working out is gonna take a big part of it too, like it always does. Um, what about your art? Um, I think I, I think I'll be getting back into that more and more. Um, I've been I just watched uh, Battle of the Five Armies this weekend with my dad. Uh, great fucking movie honestly if, if you don't like the hobbit i understand like it's it's so bad like it's not it's not a bad movie but it doesn't correlate with the book at all very well um they just add a lot more things that weren't really there uh but either way i i love the movie i love the artwork i love the the designs of the characters and creatures and how big the battles are like the, the battle of five armies is literally a two three hour movie of just people killing each other and it's beautiful 
So um, that always inspires me to kind of like get back into my fantasy thing. And so I got back into it and I've been kind of just looking at different designs and stuff, getting inspired. So it'll be so coming up pretty wh- soon. What do you mean by your fantasy thing? Because I feel like we have so many listeners that started with us when we started this and you were very open about what you were doing. Uh-huh. And then we have so many new listeners that only know you as Dalton, the, the cybersecurity cyber guy. guy. So um, Dalton, the side guy. So here's here's what I've learned in a in a in a, in a in a, in a ball. Um, I was going to art school when I first started the podcast. Uh, I was going to art school for like maybe a year and a half, almost two years. Um, I, I loved it, but I kind of realized, you know, there's, I, uh, I have a passion, but I got to find a way to support the passion. You need, you need to get that bag. Yeah. You know, I, I need the money. And, you know, I also, you know, like going to cybersecurity wasn't like my fallback by any means. Like it's, it's something I was always interested in. I was always into, into computers and how they work and stuff. So this was just a plus and going into this was just a plus for me. Um, but I do have to find a way to support my, my passion and my dreams and stuff. So that goes into, you know, being able to support, you know, my, my CrossFit addiction or being able to support my um, protein addiction and then anything else I want. But I do. I love art to to an extreme. Now, I, do you think that's something that is okay? I think there's a lot of uh, focus on like, no. If you love something and you have a passion for it, you should try to make that your life, and you should try to make that you know make that what makes you money and stuff like that. Uh, and so your, I mean, your path is just a little different than that, and, I, and I think it kind of goes against. That's interesting though, because to me, I thought like that. I was like, no, like I'm going to be an artist i'm going to be a concept artist for you know bungee or something like that and just draw for them you know what i mean but realistically like there it doesn't it takes forever you know and you got to be really good and i'm not that great i just love doing it and there's a difference between that right like i'm not trying to impress anybody um which is what i realized i realized that i was just trying to do things that i enjoyed doing them and sometimes when you get money involved and stuff you love to do it makes things a little more difficult. Like I love CrossFit. I don't really ever want to be a CrossFit coach because I don't want it to ruin the experience for me. I don't want CrossFit to be a job. I want it to be a, like a passion, a drive for me. I love doing it. So why would I want to mix it up with money? That's, that's what I kind of think about it too. And you know, my mindset changes over time. You know, everyone develops differently, but I think that where I'm at now is knowing a more, it's a more realistic approach to pursuing stuff that I want to achieve, you know? Like the podcast, like this is great, you know. We started this, and it was just something was fun to do, and we're in our second season, and fucking living the dream. You know what I mean? This is fucking great, Matt. Um, what's what's your thoughts on that? I I think there is a romanticized idea about taking your passion and then making that everything you want to do, uh, but I think that so many people jump into it and cause unnecessary stress. Right. So I think that we like I've seen people that have quit their jobs and they're like, I'm following my passion. And that's that's great. That's fantastic. Um, but all the money stress that you had you could have been avoided if you picked up a part time job while you did it. Right. Like I think that it's completely valuable for people to. Uh, to have a job while they pursue their passion until that passion can take over their job, you know. Um, and, and some people are like Dalton where they're like, I just like my hobbies. Like, I don't care if I ever make a dime from this. I'm going to do it because it is my outlet and I really just enjoy fucking doing it, you know? Um, and I think that that kind of gets pushed to the wayside, especially now 
because you know the internet's the great equalizer it brings a lot of people it levels playing fields so i think that money is it, it's we have more opportunity than our our grandparents and our parents did um but i don't think that everybody necessarily should take their passion and like make it there every single day because you might just hate it because while making your passion a business might be fantastic you might love doing it but there comes other things associated with running a business that not that i even hate yeah you know sure so i and then i my biggest fear would be for somebody's love and passion of the thing that was their outlet to all of a sudden become this like burden burden and this task that they have to do and they have this checklist now as opposed to something before where it was something that they were easily doing for fun and actually brought them joy you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it depends on the person you What's know I, there, there are people that it works for and there are people that it doesn't you know yeah, it's not uh, everyone that wants to achieve their dreams in different ways i just think it, it hurts with the idea of like if you're not constantly like 24 7 working on that passion then you're not living your life because if you do that and there's no money being made, you're going to be stressed about bills because bills and everything like still have to get paid. So if you can alleviate that by spending maybe a little less time and, you know, doing having a job to help fuel that, fuel that, then, you know, I think that it that could help a lot and help you enjoy it even more. So is that you think a byproduct of hustle culture or do you think that's just from social media and social media and what everyone is presenting, you know, is their best work that's been honed after practice or is one out of 500 drafts, but that's uh, all that people are seeing. Uh, it's probably a mixture of both. Um, I don't, I think hustle culture is as beautiful as it is toxic. Yeah. Um, I think that there's a fine balance and I think you need to have people around you that really bring you down to earth and tell you, Hey, you actually need to fucking rest. Um, but at the same time, I think that there are people that that need to do more that aren't aren't reaching their full potential just because you know of you know limitations that they have on themselves. Um, but yeah, yeah, you realize how busy you are sometimes. Sometimes you keep yourself busy for the wrong reasons or the right reasons. But yeah. the the time you take to realize it, like like you wake up at five a.m. or four thirty in the morning, go to the gym train and then you do well do what you can and then you coach and you come back you work for eight hours you go back to the gym you coach again you do this stuff do that and that and then come back home like you're busy you're busy the whole day and like i i can appreciate that with matthew but i tried doing that for a while and then i had i just kind of had like a breakthrough i was like i just i can't do that anymore like it's so much work and i can like like yeah he's great at it like he's 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 a trooper but just for me for me I'm, I'm you know like i'm not like i do think your body needs to take rest your body needs the breaks and matthew's always been go 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 and i think i've always been somewhat semi kind of looking at the roses a little bit while going you know um but at the same time like taking time to reassess and understand where you're at and, you know, understanding that it's okay to, like, take a day and not do anything. It's okay to have a moment and just, like, binge watch a TV show. You're not wasting time. Like, life, you're going to die either way. We're all going to die either way. Morbid thought, but it's true. Like, do, just do do nothing for a little bit. It's not going to kill you. It might. But, it, it, but most likely it won't. 
You know what I mean? And, have fun. And I think to Dalton's point, it's like you have to be self-aware enough to know yourself. And that comes from trying it, you know? The same way I think that, you know, for me, I feel the best when I'm constantly busy, when I constantly have things going on. I also don't feel the best when I'm like prepared. I know that sounds weird, but my best work comes under pressure and when I procrastinate. It really does. Like it causes me unnecessary amounts of stress and probably taking years off my life. But you but, live through that, man. But you love that shit. That's just I, I I do. Like I love when pressure's on. That's when I like come alive and like do my best work. Not everybody's like that. And it's about knowing yourself and like some people some people truly need all the time in the world for their passions to make it whatever amount of money they want to make, right? Other people have this illusion that if they had all the time in the world that they would be able to do X, Y, and Z. So then they quit their job, they have all the time in the world, and they realize that they didn't need all the time in the world. They just needed discipline to sit down and do it with the time that they had, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And so I think it's about knowing yourself and like realizing that like, you have to work for whatever it is that you want. Like that is just like the, the cost of entry, it's the basis, of you know? Yeah. And so it's like, is this something that you're willing to possibly not enjoy anymore? Because now all of a sudden there's all these other things that are attached to it, you know? So I, I it, it's really a person by person basis. It depends on you, who you are, how you function and the way that you see the world. Exactly. Yeah. No, there was just, there was a meme that I saw the other day that Dalton made me think of, and it had millennials and Gen Zers, and it, the caption both time was, uh, "Nothing in life matters." But the millennials were like, um, "Mall emo," and like in the shower with it. And the Gen Zers were like bright '80s colors, backwards hat, and they're like, "Nothing in <laughs> nothing life matters." matters. <laughs> and so, seeing two different generations take the same view on something, but have totally different perspectives. I don't know why do you think that's the case, especially with the younger. Uh, generation hustle culture um what are we talking about uh, yeah was that a question yeah oh, okay so like the idea that people our age you know see nothing in life matters as this like dread of existential dread and yet gen zers the 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 as the meme goes look at the same thing that nothing in life matters and like take that as like uh, uh I think that it's a, I mean, that's obviously like a huge generalization, yeah. right? Because um, I know people on both sides that have that, take that same phrase and see it the opposite way. You know, some people see nothing else, like, oh, like nothing matters as like nothing matters. So I'm going to do what I want and like see what I can do. And other people say, oh, well, nothing matters. So like, why we even try? Um, I think it goes back to that story of like the two brothers that were raised by an alcoholic father and, you know, beat his mom beat their mom and and left them and one becomes an alcoholic and one becomes a super successful you know business family man and they ask they ask both of them you know why are you the way that you are and they both had the same answer but they just had a different uh perspective on it mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. i think it really comes down to that i don't think it's a necessarily a, a general general generalizations are normally true um but i don't think it's like something in particular i think it's just you know the way they are. What is wrong with you? Yeah. Why were you, why were you shaking your head that way for people who are listening? I don't know. I just, I just moved. I'm sorry. I didn't mean anything by it. Okay. Well, can, can I ask a question? Yeah, go yeah. ahead. Who the fuck is Prince Philip? <laughs> so you remember that picture of the dead guy that was coming out of the hospital from Absolutely the Royal not. family? No. Was this a thing? Hold on. 
Yeah, Matt's going to look it up for you. Because uh, in the Google Docs, everybody, it says uh, Prince Philip died. That's Queen Elizabeth's husband. Oh. You'll oh. see a picture of him and you'll go, yeah, that looks about right. Man, Queen Elizabeth and her hats, bro. I live for it. She has some dope hats. I wish I could have one of them. Why did I wait? Oi, oi, oi. How old was this guy? He was 99. Damn. Damn. Poor guy. Yep. Well, <laughs> that's what it used to look like. Wow. Dude, aging is crazy. You ever think about that? Like, my fear, my fear of wrinkles is so real. I know you have a whole face routine. I know. I fear of wrinkles is like so bad. Can I ask you something? Can I ask both of you something? Hmm. Can you explain to me the hierarchy of the royal family right now? Oh, yeah, yeah. So you got Prince you, Philip. I mean, no, you don't. Well, you had Prince Philip. <laughs> <laughs> you had Prince Philip. Now you have Queen Elizabeth. Queen Elizabeth is alive and well and thriving and uh-huh. vibing. Straight good timing. Hats. You know? Yeah, with her dope ass hats. So what I think, I well, what I've heard, and I haven't heard much, but what I have heard, I made assumptions about, is that the royal family doesn't do shit. Like they don't really, they they're not really involved in like anything that like makes changes in, in the actual like legislation, legislations and stuff. Uh, I think they're just they're just there because they're the last real royal family in the world, so they're just prioritized and made famous. They're like the Kardashians of England. I feel like there's like Middle Eastern countries that have like a lot of princes and kings and not as, but they're not as like world revered. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, you know, I heard they can't really do much, but do you know, so you have queen Elizabeth at the top. Yeah. Right on. Do you know the rest of the I have family? no idea if she has kids. She have kids. Uh, she has to for the, for the line to continue on. Who was queen Elizabeth's mom? Queen Elizabeth the first. <laughs> Probably. Uh, yeah, I like I looked it up. I wanted to cheat and sound really intelligent. My eyes are bad, so I can't actually make this image bigger like, to uh, see it. Like who's who are some of the the princes that you know right now? Oh uh, yeah, like Prince, Prince Harry. So how No, that's that's Harry, Harry Styles. That is not Harry Styles, dude. Not, they call him Prince Harry. No, that is not Dalton. The guy from Big Time Rush. That, no, not Big Time Rush. The guy from um What's the, what's the band called? Baby, you light up my world like nobody else. You don't know you're beautiful. Thanks, you, we just got copyrighted. You're telling me that that like you're telling me that enough. guy is the prince of fucking England. I thought no, I thought they called him Prince Harry. They might, I don't know, but that's not who we're I'm talking sure his about. Fans do. He has a great style. I love the way he dresses. Princess Diana. Uh, okay, okay. Prince, how are Princess Diana and Prince Harry connected? Is that her son? Yeah, that's your son. Yeah. Okay. And then you got Meghan Markle, who's married to uh, Prince Harry. Okay. Meghan Markle. Um, wow, you're really out of it. Bro, this is a royal family. What? If, I'm from fucking California. What the fuck do I care about the royal family? <laughs> Not a bad stance to have. Uh, and then you got Prince Charles. Um, and then Prince Charles and Princess Diana had uh, Prince Harry and how do Prince they pick, William. How do they pick which one is the queen next? It's the, it's the firstborn son. So is that, that that looks like William just looks older than Harry? So I'm assuming it's William. Yeah, and then Prince William's married to. Oh, they got some cute kids. Kate Middleton. Who's Kate Middleton? I don't know. She's the Duchess of Cambridge. Cambridge. Nice, Cambridge. Dude. Cambridge. 
Yeah, and then I know Prince Harry and Meghan Markle just had a child, so that's like the is is it still just a is it a boy or girl? They don't know yet. It's Archie. Yeah, I don't know from that name either. But are, is that like a is that a prince? Like, do the does that baby still get like ownership of the throne? Harry doesn't even have ownership of the throne. Ownership. Uh, that's not what I meant. What I meant was he's not a prince. No, he's not a prince. Okay, so it was a point of contention for a lot of people. Really, for the fa- for the royal family. Really, that he wasn't going to be a prince. Wait, why? Why wasn't he a prince though? Because uh, they don't like Harry and Meghan. I mean, is that the reason, or was there like an actual like gene- geneolo- genealogical reason? No, that's it. Question. What's up? Um, I know you have a ownership of certain land. Out I in, do out in Scotland. I am a lord. So, so does that mean that your child's going to be a prince? Can your child be a prince? A prince or a princess? Is that how that works? Or like a lord lord prince? No, because I think they're like dukes and duchesses, which is different than lord. Hey, and David, it's your own fucking land. You could be a duke if you want to, okay? Why would you want to be a duke when you'd be a lord? I could see Dalton getting land and being a jester. I just want to be, be the jester of my land. No, can I please? Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. You have 10 feet. What can Matthew do? <laughs> We're going to be neighbors. I'm Matt's, bu- I'm the, buying- Matt's the taste tester. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of poison. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> so aggressive. <laughs> You're gonna do it after you taste it, dude. Dalton. So at your promotion, did you get any super cool things that came along with that? Yeah. So apparently, I got an office. Apparently, were you not in there? I was not aware. Um, oh, you really didn't know that it came with the job? Oh, I know. I thought because <laughs> the office that they had was for the nurse, so the nurse held that office. That's why you have all like the. That's why it's so big. Okay. So are you, are you gonna put a picture of me in your office? Absolutely not. I'm gonna keep it the same exact way it is. It has a bunch of notes for my boss that's in there because he was in that building before I was. So I'm just gonna leave all the notes up. You don't I, want any pictures? I really don't care, of your brother. No, no, I'm not gonna put anything up. We put a picture of like, but y'all, Monique will Photoshop it. It'll be me, you, and then Shrek. I'll definitely put that shit up. Yeah, well, I just need to Photoshop it. You could just take a picture right now. All right, you're not wrong. Oh my God, not wrong. You're right. So how does it feel to have your office and, and a couch? Uh, it's pretty nice. I'm never going to sit on the couch just because I just, I feel like if I was sitting on the couch and someone walked in and I was sitting on the couch, I would just look lazy. Um, not really like, do you need a key to get in there? I think that's for like when people come to visit and talk to you. Yeah. They go sit down on the couch. Yeah. Maybe that's what I do. Do you think you'll ever like, just like one day, just like take a nap on the couch? Uh, maybe if I'm like early to work or late, or if I have to stay there for a while, wait for a meeting or something. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Who knows? But yeah, it's pretty cool. I didn't know. Uh, then I had to type a bunch of stuff out today, which was kind of weird. I'm not a big okay. fan of the keyboard. Okay, Here, here's a question. How how much easier is it for you to type now than when you had to type at your old spot back oh. at the sex shop? Oh, so much easier. I actually have a comfortable chair now. Did you have to stand or something? Well, uh, no. He typed like this. Yeah, I type, I type with two fingers. Yeah. So before, so what a lot of people don't know is I had about two months before I started my cybersecurity boot camp stuff. So I took those two months and just typed out for like hours every single day, just did typing with all my fingers every you day. You never used your, you grew up in an age where we had computer lab and you learned how to type in elementary school. No, you didn't. You didn't? We no. did. When? If we did, we w- we were older than you. You definitely had it. No way. Yeah, we would go into the computer lab and it would have all the, at least my school had the Apple TVs and they were all, had colored backs. Which oh no, you know monitors. what? It was too difficult. So I just started using fingers. It was so, too hard for me. 
Oh, so instead of like learning how to actually do it this way, did, yeah. you're like, I could just pass by doing this. This is so yeah. much easier. Shame yes. on your teachers. Uh, yeah. They probably were like, he's, he's, he's a lost cause. So you had to do like... I forget what I did. We did a racing game. Oh, yeah. There's this uh, Nitro race that I, I play with all the IT guys in my office. We'll sit down. I'll go over and like I'll tell them all to log in. And then we'll spend time on you know just playing the Nitro race or whatever. Nice. No, that's how he spent his work time. You did Typing of the Dead. What you is that? Know, you know the House of the Dead? Yeah. The arcade game? Yeah. They have that for the computer and then you type to shoot. Really? Whoa. That's yeah. cool. I want to do that. that you don't remember fun. like a like Type Shark? No. Nah. It was on like E-Bombs, E-Bombs World. What's E-Bombs or World? Or like uh, the, the Flash games websites. You guys don't, you guys didn't play like Flash games? On the- uh, yes, I did. What was the name of the website? You didn't go to, you, you did go to Willow. No, he didn't. You didn't go to Willow? No, he went to Cedar Grove with Monique. But it was like you could uh, play all these Flash games, and one was like a shark, and that was What were across. the popular websites for Flash games? Addictinggames.com. Addictinggames.com. Yes. It was that one, and there was another one. What was it? What were we talking about? Typing. The games. The games uh, websites. I can't remember. There, there was a, yeah, Addictinggames.com was cool. But I never played like Flash typing games. I, I love played. I love typing, though. It's, it's honestly fun. really fun, but I didn't realize how much like actual keyboards matter like you actually need a good keyboard and i don't like the ones that are too clicky i don't want the, like the ones that are too springy like it has to be perfect i'm a real fan of, like the flat ones like if you ever see art tech um they have really nice keyboards but they're very thin and just very light taps they're not too loud i got a mechanical keyboard that i gave to you because it was just it was too loud for me and i it, bo- it bothered me with the noise it's an aesthetic yeah it is yeah it really i wasn't is. a big fan of it but it really is. But yeah. uh, but uh, you're working with kids, you know, and you've been trained because you have to restrain them sometimes. But that's not. <laughs> but uh, having that training now, yeah. If you met a bunch of child versions of yourself, mm. how many of them could you take in a fight before they beat you up? Great question. What age? You get to choose that. Okay. Let's go eight year old. Eight-year-old me, and eight-year-old me was a pussy. Yeah, me too. Yeah, really? Because you guys, you, you guys told a couple stories that made it sound like you could take a beating. Oh yeah, we could. Oh well, yeah, I mean, okay, it would be annoying because like we would just continually get up, and I don't really think I would hurt myself that bad. So honestly, it would have to be like a bunch of you though. See, I have how many? Give me what's a bunch? Give, give me, a give me a number. Give me a number to think about. Let's go three. Oh, I would drop kick every one of my motherfuckers. If you drop kick one, the others are going to be on you before no, 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 you no, even no. get up. See, here's what happens: you drop kick one, the other two me's hesitate; they get scared because they just watched you kick you so in they, the head. Yeah, so but I, then would my little versions of me go fight for my brother's versions of me? Because I feel like that I would do that. I would, These are two I, different alleys. Two different alleys. Do I do the? Do we know what's going on? No. Oh, okay. Okay, so I'm just like walking in an alleyway and I see three little midgets. No, is that what you were as an eight-year-old? You I were mean, a midget? Tiny eight-year-old. I see three tiny eight-year-olds walking. See, I feel like this me. is where I'm at a disadvantage. I didn't get much taller from when I was eight years old. That's so bullshit. I'm serious. Like, I was like, what, four, three, four, five? I'm realistically not that much taller now. So it's like where you would, they would be like, have to tr- like try to reach your chin. Like, they, mine would just be there. And this isn't me trying to like be, I'm just thinking about this logically. Like it would be more difficult for me than you. 
I mean, my my I think the mini me's of me are a lot stronger than your mini you's. No, like mini me's, my my mini me's were hardworking. Like they just they didn't give a Doing fuck. Doing what? Hold on, hold on. You didn't do it. Let me fucking explain this, bitch. So what I'm saying is, is that as a as a child, Matthew beat me up, right? But I never gave up. I never once like laid down the ground. Like I always got back up and always went back to get hit again. Like. At some point, Matthew got tired and I won. No. Didn't you, you run to your mom a lot? Thank you. Okay, hold on. This is, <laughs> this, that, that was seven-year-old me. This is eight-year-old me. It's oh. different. Eight-year-old me was a fucking brute. I just fucking took hits and got back up and did it again. And if I knew it was an actual fight, I'm not running to mama. I'm going to beat the shit out of all of Matthew's mini-hymns. Mini-hymns. Why are you fighting his mini-hymns now? At this point, You're it's, tur- fighting it's turned into a civil war. We found a doorway in the alley. We just opened it up. <laughs> <laughs> just mini us everywhere. And like I didn't have teeth to worry about, so I would fuck Matthew you up. You didn't have teeth at uh, eight years old. I didn't have like nice teeth. Yeah, Me and Matthew we, both we had shitty buck teeth. teeth. Yeah, we had buck teeth, so we didn't really care. So, I mean, we didn't have a place where you could hit us where you'd be like, oh, like, we just fucking keep fighting. I think I think my mini-me's would beat Matthew's mini-hymns because I think my mini-me's would slowly start to develop a weapon. That's great, but the question was how how many of them could you beat up as an adult? We're not, I think probably six. You think six? I was gonna say I think I could take five. Five? Before I get overwhelmed with emotion. All right, well let's bring them out. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck is going on? No. All right. Six and five. Well, if we ever have, you know, some kind of time machine or cloning machine or something, we'll get to make good on it. Now, how many of mini Daltons could I fuck up? Oh, Oh, the amount of mental turmoil I could cause eight-year-old Dalton. What would you have to say? Oh. What would you say? What's one sentence you could say that would mess up mini dog? What's one sentence you could say right now, bitch? That would hurt me. <laughs> right now? Why yeah. don't let's not do right now? Let's yeah, do eight year old. No, 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 no. Eight no, year old. Fuck it. Eight year old Dalton. I roll on the fire. Okay, I would let all of you come up and hit me. All of you at once. Boom. Right. I just look you guys in the eyes, <laughs> <laughs> and I would just go. Is that all you got, Chubs? Fuck and- <laughs> you, you fucking bitch. And you guys would get so mad, but you guys would get so mad that you would stop thinking. You just see red, and you would start doing Lord knows what. At least one of you would start crying, and then I would just have my way with you. Different words. Uh-huh. I, I would just beat the <laughs> shit out of you. Okay. <laughs> Second week, bro. I'm on a roll of just like things to not do. Have <laughs> my way with you. His face was so serious. He went, I would have my way with you. <laughs> oh, my God. Matthew on his roll, man. Fucking shit up since oh. 20, uh, 2021, since dude. This last is, week. This is our year. This is our year. Oh, my goodness. Nah, it's been really cool, though, including on TikTok. We've, we've blown up a lot. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's been cool to see that happen. Like, I, I thought we'd only go viral, like, maybe once. You know what I mean? But now it's been multiple times and I'm pretty happy with it, you know? Yeah, that's fun. I like meeting everybody. Like I told David though, I don't want to be the lactose intolerant guy. <laughs> and David has made me the lactose intolerant hey, guy. Because that hold I, on. I that said video final chapter. <laughs> that video. And that video didn't even do well. So that one video of me talking about lactose intolerance got me to three million views. Three million people know that I am lactose intolerant. You know what, Dalton? When you're on the street, 
and someone walks by and goes, lactose intolerance guy, then you can come to me and have a valid argument. Have my way with you. (laughs) (laughs) You can come to me and have your way. Um, I was talking to Matthew, and this is completely a different subject. I just keep thinking about things. Uh, But we got Matthew PS5 for his birthday. Yeah. We still talk about your weekend, by the way. Okay. We got a PS5 for his birthday, and uh, he... We, he, we realized there's not a lot of games specifically oh. for the PS5. Not yet. Not yet. It's but been a whole year. But it's not been yet. out for a while. That's what he was telling me. And I thought about that and I was like, that's kind of interesting because I feel like every other console that comes out has at least like four or five games that come out with it. Wait, did it come out in December or did it come out 2019? Came out 2020. Came out in December. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, 2020. But, but still, yeah, there'd be like but, six games. Or but my, my argument for that is... There's Spider-Man, Valhalla, and it was supposed to be Cyberpunk. And if Cyberpunk was the game that it was supposed to be, I think that would have been enough until other games were able to come out. Yeah. Well, there's Immortals Phoenix Rising. And the other thing is, like, there's a bunch of games that are getting the free free PS4 to PS5 upgrade. Yeah, oh, okay. so they're not spending specifically on that game. Yeah. It kind of sucks, though. I just wish there'd be more. I feel like every time... Like, at least from us, when we ever bought PS2, PS3, PS4s, um, we always had, like, games, like, three or four games that came with it. Or you system. bought it But we always bought it later. later. Yeah, we bought it later. When there was already exactly. a full library. Yeah, when now. things exactly. were already developed. Anyway, yeah. Dalton, you were saying. So, buying things freshly new, I just realized there's not, like, a whole lot of games. But just in general, I feel like everything just naturally looks better on the system. That's I, I don't know. It's just, it's wild. But, um, Matt, can you give us an update on uh, your birthday uh how it was your experience on birthday day morning yeah we'll get into that when we come back from our break yeah fuck me fucking deuces support for drum and drummer is brought to you by manscaped who is the best in men's below the waist grooming manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels they obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. It's trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. We have an exclusive offer for you. 20% off plus free shipping with code DRUM, D-R-U-M-M, at manscaped.com. Speaking of sweaty and stinky balls, I'm thankful for the Crop Reviver. This product, <laughs> along with the Crop Preserver, keeps your balls from sweating, smelling, and sticking. Get 20% off plus free shipping with code DRUM, D-R-U-M-M, at manscaped.com. Get 20% off and free shipping with code DRUM at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com. And use code DRUM, D-R-U-M-M. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with... Manscaped. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> I had a dream about that line last night because I saw like seven TikToks with that before I went to sleep. What line? Um, it's a cow farm. We're gonna have cow outside because <laughs> <laughs> his wife was like, "Was like Daryl, there's a cow outside," and he goes, "It's a cow farm." <laughs> it's such like I don't know why I didn't think that was so much funnier when I was younger, but when I see it now, it just fucking makes me like go crazy it just kills me inside it's awesome what were we going to talk about when we came back on the break did you get your crystals over the weekend i got my crystals over the weekend so All right. <clears throat> uh this past week you should so, look up crystals and what they mean and stuff. absolutely give me one second um 
So this past week was my birthday, as you guys know when we were recording. It was my birthday. It was my birthday. Fun. Look at me, birthday boy, little birthday guy. Uh, hey, hey, come on. Come on, little birthday guy. Hey, look birthday, me. Little birthday boy. Little birthday boy. Look at me. Um, and so Monique absolutely killed it. I got surprised. I came home uh, from the coaching the gym, and Dalton and Monique had some song playing. They had mimosas ready. And what Monique did was she had reached out to a bunch of my friends and family and asked, you know, all of them to write me like a heartfelt note or something that they they wanted to say to me. And I got to go through and she made this really cool like 27, uh, oh, I have something I need to do after this, but I'm going to have to leave the screen real quick. Um, what is that? Just remind me. I'll Neither of you guys know. I'll, you going to read my poem? I want to do that, but I don't know where it is. You lost my poem? You lost what I... No, no, no. No, I, I have... Oh, Jesus Christ. Yes. Is that what you're getting? No. You want to show this? Yeah, that's, that's fine. So if you guys are watching, you'll see, I think you'll see. As I disappear. Um, you'll see what Monique made. So it was, if we got the other side on. So all of them have been punched through. So it's a bunch of uh, little like red solo cups that have uh, some tissue paper over the front of it. And then inside each one was a number. And then in each each number was associated with a gift. So I would go and I would open that and it would be either, you know, um, a lot of it was just like small bottles of alcohol or some t um, treat that I really enjoyed. And then it would be this like heartfelt letter. And so at freaking 7.30 a.m., I'm like sobbing my eyes out because <laughs> like I feel so loved and so appreciated and stuff. And so then right before Dalton has to leave for work, I go, wait, wait, wait you got to watch me do one more. So I go through <laughs> and of course I pull a number out and then I read the number out loud and I start looking for it. And then I see Monique look over at Dalton and Dalton just goes, <sighs> right? He's all, damn it. <laughs> and so then I grab it and then I see this box that kind of looks familiar and I open it up and then sure enough, it's from, I thought it was from you at first because it was written to Maddie fucking smokes. Nice. nice. So I'm all, oh, it's from David. And then I open it and Dalton goes, no, it's from me. So there's two pages. And the you first. Say, you didn't say what actual box it came in. I put it in two boxes. What was the first one? The first box was the box with your spikes. Yeah. The second box was a condom box. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. So I made it think you got condoms. Yeah. So I was like, I mean, this is kind of weird, but whatever. And then I opened it up and there was a note inside. So the first letter was like a really heartfelt letter that Dalton wrote. So like as I'm reading it the whole time, we're both just sitting on the couch fucking crying. <laughs> we're both <laughs> fucking bawling our eyes out. And then the second poem or the second letter, the second page was a poem. That Dalton wrote for me. And it's the most Dalton poem that I've ever gotten in my entire life. Hey guys, I actually do write poetry. If you is that what you need? Is that what you were going to go get? That was one of the things, but I just remembered I, I, I'd have to dig it out from, from everything. So, um, to, I, we can do it after. We can just do it as like a. Oh, I think I have it on my phone. Oh, do you really? I think so. Well, let's look it up and then you, who wants to read it, Matt or Dalton? I'm going to read it. Uh, let me see. We'll keep talking while he's looking it up. So uh, I spent all day just opening up these gifts and like seriously, like thank you so much to Monique for going above and beyond like you do with absolutely everything. Um, but to everybody who took the time to write me something and send me something like I, uh, I love you all. I can't even express how grateful and loved that I felt. Um, and so Monique and I also this, that same, this same past weekend or this, that same weekend, uh, we had a little vacation planned with a couple of our friends, Peter and Steven, and we went out to Joshua Tree. So 
Joshua Tree, if you're not from California, is basically like an adult playground where you basically run around and then you find these giant rocks and then you essentially say, hey, I think I can climb to the top of that. Then you go climb to the top of that. Or you go, hey, I think there's a cave in between those two rocks. Then you go in between them and you just kind of explore, right? So it's desert. It's hot. But Monique and I went out there with Peter and Steven. We had an Airbnb. We had so much fun. And it was just like really, really relaxing. I didn't realize how much like I actually needed like time to relax. Um, So that was just honestly like so needed and you always need that time and then every night was just like you know we ended up in the jacuzzi or there was a hammock so i was i ended up like reading a book and and laying in the hammock and falling asleep for a couple of hours so uh, but i'll get more into that after this beautiful poem by dalton so a matthew poem if you were a prisoner you would be a bitch if you were a body part you would be an asshole you were a pill you would be motrin if you were time you would be 2 a.m. because honestly, nobody likes that time. If you were a food, you would be dry chicken. If you were a lamp, you wouldn't light up. If you were a toe, you would be the big toe because that's why. If you were a laptop, you would be a broken one. And lastly, if you were a cool motherfucker, you would be Dalton. So he uh, he brought that up after one of the most emotional notes, letters I've ever read in my life. So uh, thank you for that. I was but, just thriving. He was. Um, but, yeah, so Monique and I spent time out there. And so what's crazy is the uh, last, like, day, like, the entire day and night that we had spent there, uh, we went down to, like, this little, like, downtown area that they had. And we went to these cool little shops. They had, a, like, a lot of, like, a lot of really cool, like, art, like, exhibits, like, art stores. But it was, like, not, like, traditional art. Like, it was, like, metal art. And, like, uh, it had the world's famous um, knitting museum. Whoa. Yeah. It what was, does that even – what does that even look like? It's just a bunch of stuffed animals that are knitted. It's actually kind of creepy. Oh, that sounds cool. Um, but it was super cool, right? And so, at one point, we go into this gift shop to, like, kind of, like, get souvenirs or whatever. And we start walking around. And we walk up to this, you know, um, glass – case and there's all these like crystals in there so you know there's i mean i don't even know enough crystals to really list even three um so there's like white crystals purple crystals all these other things right so i see it and i've like really wanted like a crystal necklace recently um and so i was looking at it and all this stuff and then what's cool is i saw this really pretty purple one um and (laughs) that helps zero percent uh so there was this really pretty purple one, um, and there was a bunch of them, right? So as I'm looking through, as I'm looking through them, Monique comes up. She goes, "Oh, you know, I I want to get my mom a crystal," and I'm like, "Oh, cool." And Monique's all, "Do you want one?" And I was like, "No, I don't really want a crystal. Like, I'm mm. okay, babe. Thanks." And so then, right before that, right before Monique asked me, she came up to me and she was like, "Hey, Matt," or the the lady came up to the 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 case and she was like. Do any of these crystals, like, do they call to you? And as she said that, I looked at this crystal, and it was a purple crystal, which I'm going to butcher this, like, um, amethyst, I think is how you say it, right? But it was cool because it was kind of, like, 
curved so it was like this curved crystal and it was like a, a pretty good sized one right and it just like i don't know that's just where my eyes shot to like immediately like i didn't really think about it yeah. so i was like i just said no just out of habit and then monique came up and she asked she goes hey babe do you want any like crystals and i was like no i'm okay love like i'm fine thank you and so my knee started to hurt um so i just kind of like walked outside to go find a bench to sit at nice what it, it's a great choice for a crystal for you i just looked up what amethyst is uh-huh it's a violet variety of quartz, and it comes from Coin Greek, uh, and it means it means intoxicate, and it's a reference to the belief that the stone protects its owner from drunkenness. Amen. Oh, dude. Cheers. So hold on. I haven't gotten to that part yet. So anyways, so I leave the store and I go and I sit down, right? So Mo- forever. Monique comes out and she, you know, we, we leave for the rest of the day. We finish it and we go home. And so I'm in the room like getting changed to like, you know, start like making dinner and getting ready for the evening or whatever. And she goes, hey, babe, like I need to show you something. I'm like, what's up? She goes, I got you a crystal. I'm like, what? She goes, yeah, I know you've been thinking about it recently, but so I just bought you one. Yeah. And I'm like, awesome. So she opens up the gift bag and she pulls out the exact crystal that my eyes shot to when the lady asked me. If I was like, do any of these crystals call to you? So I like grabbed it and I looked at it. And I was like, all right, well, I guess me and you were just like, you know, meant to be meant to be like, it is what it is, you know? So like, let's see, see what it's about. But, um, and for the record, there was like literally like at least like 80 crystals of, and like 20 per like different crystals all over the place. So there was a lot to choose from. Um, but you know, I've been kind of like interested in that stuff recently. Like I think energy is really interesting um and the way that it moves like it's everywhere yeah you know it's the just whole kinda, world of crystals is just wild yeah it, it's insane and like what's funny is we grew up with um we grew up around crystals because our nina uh-huh. um she's always like sold them she worked for a rock store that was really big into crystals and stuff like that now i think they did it exclusively for like the money making aspect of it i don't know if they ever tried it for like the healing properties i don't or think anything that's what like they were that. for but yeah no. yeah so but it was just always i remember one time Nina for my birthday gave me this really cool rock and I was pissed because it was super thin. It wasn't the rock you wanted. No, 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 no. Somebody broke it. I was oh. so mad. So it, somebody. It was probably me. No, it wasn't you. I can't remember who it was though. But it was this really thin rock. But it was literally a rainbow. It was when you held it up in the light. It was an entire rainbow. It was That's fucking beautiful. Sick. It was so cool. Yeah, but who it, knew uh, that rocks would be so fucking dope? Yeah, geologists. Very true. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, uh, you know, that's just one aspect of, of the weekend. But like the weekend was so much fun. Just <laughs> just being able to go and just relax and like lay in a hammock, read like me, Peter, Steven and Monique. Like we all don't take things super seriously. So like all all weekend, we just roasted each other. Just good vibes. And just like nobody was mad the next morning. We all got just drank to our fill and had a good time and Amen. had deep conversations and talked about life and things coming Fuck up. Yeah. So it was like, it was awesome. That's it was, good, man. It was you needed that. It was very needed. Yeah. yeah. You don't stop usually. So it's good to have you stop for a while. Yeah. Smell the roses. I looked at the camera with intent. Stupid. <laughs> Why is, can you not smell? What do you mean? <laughs> Another one of David's jokes. Oh, let me go grab the, the gifts really quick before we get into our segment. What gifts are you grabbing? I, entertain them. All right, guys. Dalton, um, if if 
why don't you you wrote this down in the doc so i want you to talk about it yeah, the dinosaur one okay um i know i know i just want to i was just so i was just thinking about this today and i was like okay so we all know that horses have like huge dongs right like they just do for the most part for the most part they have pretty big dongs and i was like okay if a horse is is, is considered a big dong now how big were like like t-rex dongs you know or something like that so then I was like, also with 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 like T Rexes and stuff. Thank you. With T Rexes and stuff, did they have like were their dongs huge? And also like, would you prefer like call their their balls Dino Nuggets? One thousand percent. Right. I would call their balls Dino Nuggets. Because like, if they think about it, oh, it'd be like you know, you're a caveman. You're like, okay, kids, I got us Dino Nuggets, and they'd be like, oh, you're giving us dinosaur dinosaur balls. That's disgusting, Dad. You know what I mean? But if you say Dino Nuggets, it sounds like for us that sounds great. But for them, it might actually be balls. You know what I mean? I've I've heard like I've heard like uh, was it uh, bull bull balls are like really good. Oh, yeah, bull testicles. Bull testicles are really good. They had those on Fear Factor all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was. I, I, they made it look disgusting, but I'm sure like if you made it correctly, it would probably be pretty good. There's a lot of things that I think you can eat. I, I don't never think they'd know. give you stuff to eat that you couldn't eat. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Topless candles. Okay, so this is a gift. Uh, there's three of them. I don't have my mine's in my room. Before you open it, will you wait? Will you pick that up? You fucking disrespectful hoe bag. Hoe bag. What are you gonna say there, big guy? I, I didn't know where I was going. I literally had a blank. I wish wow. I had something to say. You guys are just up and all over the place. It's been a weird day. What happened? Like right now, like during this recording, you usually you just stay seated. Oh, yeah. We're moving a lot. Uh, okay. So, this is a gift. Shouty Tati from uh, Heather Powers. Oh. Uh, so, she got this for us. And it is from a company called Topless Candles. And You got Dalton so sold let me, just by candles. the name. Let me see the card. Just by the name. Don't ever snap at me. And you this is bitch. This is for from uh, Jules Fleming. So, I'm Shut assuming up. that's the owner. So, go ahead, really go ahead and open it, Dalton. It's pretty cool. So, she has her own Etsy shop. <laughs> that's dope hey what is yours what flavor do they put these in actual cans wait is this a drink or is this an actual candle you got ice baby pop the top nope nope the whole thing where's yep. your lighter at oh wow so this lady literally oh that smells fucking uh-huh. good so they take old like used cans like this How and then she cool. makes candles out of it what do I do? so pop the top nice Super sick, right? Oh my god, that smells so oh, they, good. They smell good, huh? Dude. So that one's black cherry. What's yours, David? Strawberry? Strawberry. And I think mine is mango. Well, it's not gonna, oh it's my not gonna gosh. focus, but so Dalton. Woohoohoo, buddy. Wow. Check that out, guys. So if you guys are looking for some pretty unique candles, go ahead and check them out at www.toplesscandles.com. <laughs> and then uh, go ahead and order something from their Etsy shop. And so just Google topless candles. So just wanted to give that little plug. Thank you, Heather. This is a very thoughtful gift. Yeah, thank you. We all love candles here, and we all love Trulies. Yeah, dude, that smells so so good. good. I'm so excited. Don't ever snap at me again. Yeah, let's make that a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we don't do that. Okay, it's the most disrespectful thing you could have ever done to me. Done. That's also disrespectful. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> don't ever do that either you guys are gonna piss me off i'm gonna end this podcast right now can we put, can i put this out here yeah it's fine 
David, give me yours. Just Don't make drop sure that, it. Do no, oh god. Put the put the truly logo out though. On the other side of the computer. Oh, that one smells good too. This one smells like a Care Bear. This is a this is a wild and podcast. This one smells like a purple Care Bear. Let me see. Oh, for those of you listening, we just got <laughs> candles that are inside of Go an the old Truly can. Topless candles, guys. Here we are. Topless, topless candles. We put a 24-second intro before every episode so that you would go watch the YouTube video. They, they smell like they smell like Skittle, Skittled gummy bears. If some people prefer to listen, that bears. is fine. But anyways, so yeah, that was, that was the only gift that I needed to That's get. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Heather. Thank Shai you very Tati. much. Yes. Shai Tati, Heather Powers. And that'll lead us right into, we're going to try this segment. We brought it up a couple weeks ago. It's called Historically Inaccurate. It's it's Historically Inaccurate. With drummer. Drummer. You guys, guys, one of you was like really low. Yeah, that was so much work. Yeah, that that was pretty hard. All right, so what are we doing this week? We are doing the moon landing. Oh. Easy, I know this one. And this I'm going to be so accurate. And this is assuming that, you know, it happened. It's real. It didn't, but I'll tell you why it didn't happen. Why didn't it happen? So the the reason why the moon landing didn't happen is because we, we don't have the money for it. It wasn't actually possible for us. We didn't have the actual technology to do it, but Russia did. So we had to make it seem like we did too when we weren't even close. Hmm. Um, How do you know this? So, uh, so the, I just watched a TikTok on yeah, but, it. But like what, what, what? evidence do you have that it didn't like they filmed it and they didn't oh, actually dude, go to the moon if you check out the film yeah, yeah, yeah like you can literally like see like they touch the ground of the moon no nah, of the ground of the like of earth they're not even they're not even they're literally in a studio they're in a studio apartment probably all right so we got we're gonna have two different versions of this so so one where it did happen and one where it did yeah okay okay so matt you go first Mm because we've heard a little bit from dalton already okay right all right so you you were very confident about this yeah so so the the damn russians decided that (laughs) they were gonna launch launch a rocket to space they're just so technical right so so they did that and then all of a sudden us americans were like well we can't let them think that they're better than us so What's better than launching a rocket? We're just going to go land on the entire moon. They also sent a monkey up. Did they really? Did the monkey survive? Did they really? This is your segment, big dog. So the monkey was up in space, got so mad that there was no bananas, and then decided that he was going to end the mission early. But then the monkey remembered that he had to fight the Russian orangutans from getting to the moon first. Whoa. There's orangutan wars? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then he decided he can't let those... Are orangutans the smartest monkeys? No, I think those are chimps. I thought chimpanzees were... I don't know, but I wouldn't fight a gorilla. Like, I... I, (laughs) completely different than an orangutan. I feel like like most other monkeys... I know this is not true for the record, but I feel like if I had to, like, fight every other species of monkeys, I'd at least have some, like, a slim fighting chance. But against a gorilla, there's... Zero chance that I fucking yeah. But have you seen the videos of gorillas uh, pounding their chest? Yeah, and it sounds like bubbles. Sounds like bubbles. Sounds like bubbles. It's like it's not like a thump. It's like really 
uh, poppy sound. Yeah, it's it's very different than what you would expect. So the the monkey decides he needs to finish out this mission for America. Mm-hmm. Uh, that way the uh, the Russian orangutans don't get up there. So what you're saying is there wasn't actually a person really on the moon landing. It was actually a monkey. It was a monkey, and in a, a monkey suit. was taking a recording of it. It was a monkey in a spacesuit or a sloth. Like it gets in in the history. Well, of I want to hear your. You were so confident. I want to hear your actual yeah, story. Yeah, you don't sound confident anymore. I just literally know that the Russians launched something into the moon, like like up in space. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. like the United States freaked out, so they just put all their money into figuring out how the hell to get people to the moon. Uh huh. And so then they came out, and it was like all about you know getting to the moon first. It was like a a, a space war, so a race to space, and so they ended up like. NASA just made it happen, and they all got there. That's that's my jump. That is that is do you my know, jump. Do you know who went to the moon? George Armstrong. <laughs> <laughs> did you just mix, did you mix Lance? Ar- is it Lance Armstrong? It's not Lance. It's Neil Armstrong. Neil Armstrong. <laughs> no, Lance and, is right. It's no, Lance. No, it's, Lance Armstrong. No, that's the guy with the the steroids and the one testicle. The biker. The biker. The the cyclist. Oh, he is the biker. Yeah. So, did you just mix Wait, so our first Lance president and, <laughs> and an Armstrong together? Yeah. Who? Who's the? What's his name? What's his name? Neil. What's, Neil Armstrong. Neil Armstrong. Yes. There's someone else too. The orangutan or the, the monkey. <laughs> he's a, he's George. an influence on a popular movie. Apollo 13, not Apollo 19, Apollo 13. Is it like Curious George? Like about toys? Oh, um. Zabumafu. Oh, oh my God. Think uh, of a, think of toys, any toy that would have to do with the moon. Oh, Buzz Lightyear? Buzz Aldrin. There you go. I only know that because wow. it sounds like Cauldron. Wow, dolls, I'm impressed. Yeah, the Black Cauldron. Yeah. You guys ever watched that? Nah. It's great. All right, so they just, they made it happen. They made it happen. How was the, how was the flight? It was rough. Yeah. A little bumpy. Um, hit some traffic along the way. Uh, some hit traffic <laughs> on, their, on, on the first mission to the moon. Yeah, the, the 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 first monkey that went out there wouldn't get out of the way. Um, yeah, no, it it did not go very well according to some of the movies that I've seen. <laughs> Apollo nineteen, <laughs> Armageddon. <laughs> no, uh, I want to drink this. I want to drink this right now. <laughs> it's not so good. Um. Yeah, it did not go as planned. There was uh, a whole docking situation, which is not a sexual term. Uh, <laughs> I, just saw, I just saw like uh, Lance, or not Lance, Neil, <laughs> Neil and Bud just having an issue doing that. <laughs> Fucking fucked up my head. Go ahead, Matt. Um, and so I guess... Taking me to weird places today. They were supposed to go to some like substation in order to like refuel or whatever they had to do there. Of course. But it was really technical because they had to get the the very, they had to get the very like front end of their spaceship to like match perfectly with like the opening of the substation. But then I guess they hit some type of I don't know if it was winds or they gave too much. You can't hit wind like, in space. Like <laughs> it's windless out there. No, no, no. But something happened. I think one of the the uh, thrusters thrusters like malfunctioned or gave too much. So they were off and they started like spinning. Oh no. Like downward spiral. And like, you're not gonna go anywhere. Like you literally there's no gravitational pull to pull you back to Earth. So you're just literally gonna do that for the rest of time until Can you imagine just constantly turning and turning and turning. Um, now is that 
is that Gravity? Is that the movie Gravity you're thinking of? Gravity. No, there's a. I just watched it. I don't know what it's called, but there's a movie about the moon landing and about all the people here on Earth that stayed and that actually made it happen. First Man. No, it wasn't First Man. Ooh, Martian. That's not the moon landing, but that's also about space. Yes, yeah, but that is that, that is my take on it. Dalton, what is your take on oh, this? Oh, wait. wait they, so they land on the moon. Land on the moon. The pretty important part, they get out of the ship and... And they... It's one giant one step for mankind. And they put the flag in the moon. So they said they got out, they jumped out, and they said it's one giant step for mankind. Yep. And they planted the flag. Yep. Cool. I could tell you one reason why it's fake. Why? Go. And this is all we have to say. I promise you. Okay. If you watch the recording, the flag moves like there's some type of wind. Mm-hmm. Now, if not, we're not with Naked. We just went over saying there's no wind in space. Mm-hmm. That's why it's fake. But as doesn't fuck. doesn't the moon no, it have gives its it own all atmosphere? Away. Nope, gives it, it all away. Gives it all away. There's no wind. Why is the fucking flag moving like there's wind? Boom, done. Game over. I don't know. I feel like we need to call Mitchell. And on that's this one. historically inaccurate yeah, with drum yeah. man. Drummer. I'm really anxious to get that over with, huh? So no one can question I, you. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> All right. Well, that leads us into our uh, signature segment. We have two signature Cheers. segments now. How many signature segments do we have? Two. Wow. Here we go. Ready? One, two, three. The boys' room. Welcome. And so this is the boys' room <laughs> where we... Welcome. Where we bring... Uh, some situations to our boys. What does that small remind you of? And get their takes on them. Grandma's car air, like air yep. freshener. There you go. That's what it was. Is that the kind of smell you want out of a candle? Grandma's air freshener. I mean, yeah, I like my. It's grandma. a pretty good, pretty good smell. I like my grandma when well, she doesn't fake her death. So. Oh, that was at your house. You were there. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fucking pissed. We're not even talking about that. Are you heated? Okay, oh, my boy. So heated. My boyfriend's a really kind guy with a great set of values that we're aligned on. He's in the entrepreneurial world and has a set of friends who are business-minded, ambitious, and wealth-driven. I appreciate how driven he is, and I know he enjoys surrounding himself with people who share similar goals. At the same time, though, I just can't really stand a few of his friends. One of those friends... uh, is in the real estate world. Is is in the real estate world. I'm trying to just shorten it up for the listeners who don't like listening to the like so much <laughs> stuff, you know? No, last last time we did this though, it was like yeah, longer than usual. Okay, it was yeah. so long. Is is in the real estate world. I recently learned that this friend is trying to use owner occupation laws of his apartment place to evict current tenants so he can live there and then increase the rent for the whole building. Uh, he's trying to bypass current eviction laws, like with COVID and stuff, and he's not able to, which has made him frustrated. Look, I'm I'm not against the business. I know it can be a decent decent way to get some side money, but even if you're doing things ethically, if you're doing things ethically, but to evict ten- tenants during a pandemic, honestly, it enrages me. And my boyfriend understands this was a shitty thing to do, but he's still friends with that person. Yeah. How do you gently tell your boyfriend that you dislike his friends? And don't want to be around them. And is it fair to assert that someone who acts in this way isn't the best company to keep? Uh, 
You're the you're the business guy. You're such an ass. business guy. Biz, business guy. Yeah, business um, guy. That's business Matt Drum. Uh, business guy. First of all, that's fucked. Like I don't I don't agree with that at all. That um, you're the business guy. No, no, no. no. That like, the house. What the house? What his friend is doing or whatever. Yeah, no, that is messed up. I agree. And especially if you have to find a way to go around a law to get what you want, like I I. I think there's a time and place for bending certain rules if it's for the greater good, but I don't think there's any good outcome for anybody other than himself in this situation. Um, and as far as like, how do you tell your boyfriend that you dislike his friend? Like, you should be able to express how you feel about any individual in any individual in your significant other's life. Now, if you're if you irrationally don't like all of his friends, that's probably an issue. But if it's just like one or a select few and you have your reasons, then that's a conversation for you guys to have. And whether that means that you don't go around when those people come around or he starts to distance himself or maybe he has a reason and like you guys just view things differently, you know? Yeah. Um, I think that's a, that's a very important conversation to have. Um, I have one pretty simple take on this. Uh, she, she should state her, her feelings towards this dude with her boyfriend and stuff. But at the same time, don't care it doesn't matter it's not affecting her in any way as long as her boyfriend doesn't get involved it shouldn't affect her but i think it's more of the thing of like she's seeing something unethical happen and her her boyfriend is spending time with somebody who's willingly doing those things it's kind of like that idea of you are the company you keep i don't think that's necessarily right i feel like i feel like he knows he knows that that's not a great thing to do, but like if he's not getting involved with it and he's not in the situation and actively helping this guy with what's happening. So it's not illegal on him on his part, like, but he still wants to be the guy's friend. Like, yeah, like, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe tell your dude to like, Hey, you know, maybe you can let him know that's maybe not the best thing to do. Maybe tell him to give the people a little more time. Yada, yada, go, go through it that way. But to just drop somebody because they're trying to do what they think is right business wise. Okay, but like fuck. like put this in a different scenario. Like say you were friends with somebody who was doing something that you felt was wrong and you expressed how you felt, but they continued to do it. Like would you still want to spend time with them? Um uh, Like you, you get what I'm saying? Where it's like it was something that you just like deeply felt like that's fucked up like you're in a position where you can afford to like have play, your play own place and do all it. that but like you're literally affecting like you know who lives in apartments you yeah. know what i mean like it's it's families it's people that like don't make enough money to own a house a lot of the time it's uh -huh. like these people that are falling on hard times so during a pandemic they probably lost their job and then you're gonna kick them out so you can live there like yeah. you know and i feel like if even regardless of this situation, like if you had a friend that was doing something that you just strongly felt was just like wrong and you know, they had the means to not do that. Yeah. Would you still want to interact with them? Would you still want to be their friend? Like, I feel like the only thing I would do is one, like express like what I think about that issue, do what I can. But at the end of the day, that person is going to make the decision. Now, 
there's a, there's a moment where yeah you can step back i think the most i could, i think that she should request it's like we, we just kind of back off a little bit of those people it's kind of hard to do that sometimes when they're close-knit friends but at the same time like if they're not gonna listen to you like come on like there's 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 times where it's just enough is enough and you just have to back out so i do agree but at the same time like this guy's gonna do what he wants and if it's not like hurting her shit it's not like but i don't think her question is like how do i get my boyfriend to stop seeing him it's like how do i express that i'm not okay with what's going on and maybe we should like spend less time with him i think she says it exactly like i just said that makes way more sense like i feel like she should just like tell him like these are the reasons that i think the things that he's doing are wrong yeah these are the type of people that tend to get associated with these type of things. I don't want that person to be around all the time. I understand he's your friend. He maybe he's been your friend since, you know, you guys were in high school. Like, um, you know, so maybe we just spend less time with them. You know, yeah. I can only handle so much. Like if it's, if it's that effective on the friendship, then yeah, definitely. But if he doesn't really bring it up, then I don't, I don't know. I don't think the guy would necessarily see it like that. Yeah. I, I, I think you guys just have, you know, slightly differing views on this. You're hitting the most of the main points together, but I just wonder. Guys... I wonder if the if the boyfriend sees that as such a big deal as much as the the girlfriend sees it. Because I'm sure the boyfriend is maybe like, yeah, he brought it up. Like this happened. Yeah, I told him it was a bad idea, and then maybe that was it. That was literally the whole conversation. Which for some dudes, normally it is. <laughs> it's like, yeah, doing that. Oh, I don't think that's right, bro. Like you should probably fix that shit. Okay. That's it. That's the whole conversation. He's not looking to see if he's going to fix it. He just told him, yeah, that's not right. But I think she's expecting him to go into detail about this whole thing. And sometimes dudes just aren't like that. Dudes yeah. don't go into detail. So he probably doesn't know how a lot of that shit that's going on. You know? I think she's expecting more than what she's getting. I agree with that, actually. All right. Uh, so this next one is a man who is in love with a prostitute nice. and wants out, oh, but doesn't yeah. know how. Dude, stop paying her. At first, <laughs> it was great. <laughs> At first, it was great. Pay money in exchange for an hour of sex and massage. Kept switching ladies every now and then. Two months in, I met this prostitute who was really pretty and had an amazing personality. She was genuine and treated me really well. Uh, sex was nice. great, and I really started to like her. We then went out to eat a couple of times without paying her for her time. And I started sensing she really liked me and not for my money. So much that when I didn't have any money to meet her for my weekly visit, she would pay me from her own money just so she could spend the time with me. Things developed and she asked me if I like to be her boyfriend and be me being the idiot I am agreed. Oh, yeah. I thought it'd be a short relationship and I just wanted to have fun and not have to pay for sex. Uh, nine months later and we're still together. She's thinking about settling down with me and starting a family once I have a job to financially support her. She always said she didn't like this job, but she does it to support her family. Problem being that now with her now being with her now is hard. I'm always jealous and it's causing problems to her job. And I don't know if I want to marry a woman who slept with over a thousand men. I don't know what to do. She loves me too much to the point that she's actually suicidal. When I bring up the idea of ending our relationship and me being the idiot, I am told her many times I'm open to marriage. I'm stuck. Just took a couple twists and turns. Oy, oy, oy. <laughs> hey, oy, this is a tricky situation. Okay, I'm assuming it's a throwaway name, but Ronaldo, you got yourself in quite the predicament, big gay. Yeah, predicament. Dude, what do you even think? What do you think about this? 
What do you think about him first? Because okay. I feel like you it, you the, start off thinking one way, and then like there's a bunch uh, of different things that come into this. Falling in love with the prostitute that could change your uh, idea of who this person is. I think it's fucked that he got in a relationship without like just for the reason of like I can want to save some money, but I still want to have sex. Like, just if you want sex, be like go to a bar and like like hit on people and have an actual like connection with somebody and let it lead to that naturally rather than this like weird, not weird, whether than rather than this like transactional relationship with somebody that I feel like sometimes can make the lines of like sex kind of blurred, you know, yeah. sex and business can be blurred. Yeah. Um, and also I feel like there's a saying where it's like bartenders, like don't cross the bar, like don't date your regulars. Don't date the people that come to your bar. I feel like it's the same thing where it's like, don't date you like you're the the person you're paying for sex, you know, like don't take them out for dates unless it's transactional, you know, it should be. And it sounds like he was doing that at the beginning where it's like, yeah, I had multiple different people just so I didn't gain emotional attachments and stuff like that. Um, I kind of think he's in the wrong. Like, I don't think she's doing anything wrong. Like he knew what her job was before they started dating. Uh, he knew exactly what he was getting himself into and then to do it for the reason of like, I thought it'd be great, have some fun and not pay for sex. Like, he also makes it seem like she's the one making all these decisions in a weird way. Like she, uh, she was thinking about settling down with me. Um, and it just, it feels like, it feels like she, like she was looking for somebody and like I feel like they both found it unexpectedly, you know? But at the same time, uh he he was is with her for nine months while she's still a prostitute. Yeah. Like like yeah, bro, you're gonna be jealous as fuck. And, like, yeah, and then and then on top of that he says, I don't know if I want to be I don't want to marry a woman who slept with over one thousand men. Like what did you think when you started dating? Like, was every date going to subtract somebody? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I feel like he didn't have situational awareness for this situation. He also was no, he felt, switching ladies every now and then between when yeah, he was like, using a prostitute. He thought with his head and not his actual head. Yeah. You know? Brain. It was, it was I, think, I think this, like, I know that, like, she gets suicidal and he and they bring up the idea of ending the relationship. But I feel like this is, like... She she thinks that she, he's his her way out, in a sense. Yeah, but like she deserves better than this oh, guy. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Like, she doesn't deserve that. You know, this she doesn't deserve to be let on to have like be able to have dreams of a future. And, I just don't know. Like this guy doesn't give me the vibe that he loves her. No, none, none of this gives me the vibe he that he calls himself an idiot twice for getting into this situation. I thought it'd be a short relationship, and I wanted to have fun and not have to pay for sex, like. Nine months later, we'll slow you <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, come I on. Just, I just, I think, yeah, no, this guy's definitely in the wrong. This guy's fucked up yeah. for many reasons. Like, this this woman deserves so much better than this. Like, he he should absolutely end the relationship. And, you know. You know, unfortunately, like. The suicidal part is the thing that kind of clouds things. Because, like, when he says that she's actually suicidal, I don't, there's no detail. So, I don't know what that means. Yeah, you know, there's, I don't know if, a lot if of, she's crying and threatening and stuff like that, or if she's like that. legitimately like trying to commit suicide because of it. You know, Ugh, that's rough, man. Yeah, I actually don't want to give my like on what he should do on this one. Yeah, I have no idea. 
That's not. I, I I don't know, and the fact that there might be like suicide attached to this, I I don't even want to. Okay. I don't want to do that. But yeah. you do think he's in the wrong? Thousand percent. Yeah. You can leave it at that. Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah, that's fucked up. All right, here's one that's not. This one is much more resolvable. My best friend and I got into a heated argument because he told me a secret about our third friend, and I teased him that I was going to tell our friend about what he said. That's some shit you would do. He, he got that now. He got pissed. <laughs> he got pissed and started yelling at me and wouldn't let me talk. So I got upset with him and then hung up on him. He didn't let me finish my sentence that I was just kidding about telling our third friend. Wait, so did the male hang up on her or did there's no genders revealed. So one and two My male best friend said he regrets knowing me. One and two one and two are hanging out. Doesn't that sound like hey. you say that? One and two are, are talking. One tells two a secret, secret about, about three. three. And two says, ooh, I'm going to tell number three what you said, one. And then one gets pissed off. And they start yelling at each other. And then one hangs up. And two is saying, I was going to say that I was kidding. I wasn't actually going to tell three. It's probably super sensitive. Um, one called the next day because he really wanted to clear the air. I, too, was still upset with him and told him that I was so pissed with him because he didn't let me finish my sentence. And before I could tell him it was a joke, he burst out saying how he regrets knowing me and how he regrets telling me anything to begin with. (laughs) I was upset, so I just hung up and haven't called him since. What do you think I should do? Just call your friend and apologize. (laughs) Like, Just have a conversation. Yeah, just tell him you were upset because you wanted a joke. I don't think... Every time they talk in person, they just get angry and start yelling at each other. Maybe it, they just shouldn't be friends. No, I don't think <laughs> it's that. It, I think I think one of them is gonna have to have like control to be able to say what they need to say without getting mad. That's really what it is. Somebody needs to be the bigger person in this situation and like apologize because like the other guy apologized for hanging up. Right? He wanted to clear the air, but then all of a sudden that's the number two is still upset with him. And so that's like, that's like when Dalton pisses you off uh and then you get super mad. So you leave and then the next morning Dalton comes in and he's like getting ready. He's like, Hey Matt, like, uh, you know, yesterday. And then you would be like, Dalton, shut the fuck up. I'm still mad at you about it. I don't want to do it. And then Matt and then Dalton gets pissed off again because you came in so hot against him. That doesn't really happen. It never happened. No, we I, we're quick to get over stuff, especially if it's stuff that like doesn't really matter. Like uh, this is yeah, but this these sound like, like high schoolers. Oh, this sounds this, like oh, middle thousand percent, dude. Yeah, no, just one of you has to understand that you have to stay calm in order to explain your your position, and then once you both realize that the other person or whoever was gonna tell three was I joking, regret knowing you. Yeah, fuck off. Yeah, I, this is dumb. Just talk. Just control your emotions. It's important. It's dumb for you. You guys are old. You understand this kind of thing. No, now. it's just they fucking don't. common sense. I wouldn't have done this at that age either. I don't know. <laughs> common sense. Just have a conversation. All right. We'll go to our last one. Hey, I'm glad that my relationship with my ex ended, but uh, we weren't a good match at all, but I would be lying if I said I won't miss his talents in the bedroom. How do you adjust to regular guys after being with a rock star like that? Damn. Well, now <laughs> we know she's going to compare her compare her ex to every fucking person that she's ever with next time. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't even think about that. That's all I can think what of. What were you thinking? 
Uh, oh, I'm not about that. I didn't even think about the comparison issue. Um, yeah, I have no idea. Um, how do you I feel like toys would play a big role in this. I think I think she's just there's well one thing is like she's like a huge guy and a regular sized guy. Um, you get mixed opinions on this a lot too with the regular and huge guys. Like some people say like regular sized penises are great. Some people say they like the biggest penises in the world. That's yeah. like that works for them. Um, everybody's every vagina is different, I guess. But well, it's just like every dick's different, you know. I think it's whatever floats her boat. But if that if she thinks she needs a huge guy to please herself, then that's on her. Yeah, and and then also like I think it's important to communicate with your current partner and whoever you're with. Like if you're not satisfied with your sex life that needs to be an open conversation and it's not always easy like that's not going to be an easy conversation to have egos are going to get hurt yeah you know but it's important and i think that having that conversation shows that like you want it to work and that you know if you value your sex life and the sex aspect of a relationship that much that's a conversation to have so that way there's compromises to be made or whether like maybe this person just doesn't know what you like maybe this person is just like convinced that penetration is the only way to like please somebody you know because that individual's ex was that way but you're different maybe you're you know more clitorally based or whatever the case is right like that's a conversation to have and like i feel like that's sex is its own language and a lot of times when you're speaking two different languages it's really hard to communicate but if you can actually explain to each other what you want and what you're looking for like there can be compromises to be made for everybody to have like a normal, healthy, enjoyable sex life, you know? Yeah. Get fucked. How how do you mean that? Just get fucked. Have, have fun. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I like it. Well, thank you boys. We'll leave your room. Thank Don, God. Get the fuck out. <laughs> Don, what are you squaring up with this week? Um, I almost went out with the fucking shampoo in my eye today. <laughs> I took a shower and I was washing my hair and I had my eyes closed and I knew there was soap in my eye, like on my eyeball, but I didn't realize how much soap. So I like wiped some of it away, some of it away. And then I opened my eye and then it all just like went to my eyeball so fast. And I've never felt so much pain <laughs> in my eye in my life. And I was screaming for like 15 minutes because I couldn't open my eye to get the soap out. So it was just consistently burning. And I had to like, like if you guys are trying to think what I'm doing, I'm like twitching with my eye back yeah. and forth. Yep. Spazzing out. Yeah. There you go. Ernesto. So I keep like doing that. And then finally, like after 15, 20 minutes, it all washes out and I feel a lot better. But my eye has been like burning and there's like a slight film over my eye. I'm hoping it goes away after I go to sleep. But it it really it like it still kind of hurts. You should probably wash it out. With I have, water. dude. I wash it out a lot with soap. Do you need Visine? Yeah, uh, I I have some. I'll give it to you. Yeah, I really don't have any drops. Okay, I got you. I got you. Yeah, Matt, what's your uh, what, what Matt, what's your square up? <laughs> Are you about to split this one completely? <laughs> Matt, what the fuck are you squaring up with, uh, bitch? I am squaring up with allergies. I keep trying to drink this every time. Yeah, actually, I almost did too. Yeah, uh, I'm squaring up with allergies because uh, being out in Joshua Tree, the climate was not different, but it was just very dry. Like the air was really dry. It was super hot, and then today out here, it was like raining. You get thick so, boogers. Yeah, dude. dude I I love desert boogers. Uh, what? Desert boogers. Yeah, I'm squaring up with desert boogers. Okay, what the hell no, are those? It's like, you know, like you're in the desert, 
you're around all the dirt and you get just get massive logs in your nose you like pick them out like they're so much fun to pick out and they're like rock hard and you can flick them at people like cars and stuff no never okay. done that sorry pretty sure you've never done that either yes i have i really doubt it um did it all the time but yeah like allergies just suck because i like feel not okay and i have to take meds and and it's all that i feel but, not okay uh cheese what are you squaring up with this week man i'm squaring up with uh apartment management apartment management yeah so our i guess our apartment i don't know we have a stove and it's one of those stove ovens where it's like both i think most of them are like that Anything. And it's I think all, all stoves are what like do you that. I think so. Like, like yeah. you have flames up top, but you can bake on the inside. Yeah, I think that's how they all are. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Basic. It's all electric. <laughs> but we we can't use both at the same time. Okay, that's a so problem. So we can't for preheat like the oven and then bake something in there while we're using the burners. That's weird. Mm. Every time we tried, we get about two or three minutes in, and then the power shuts off for the whole apartment. No shit. The yeah. whole apartment? The whole apartment. Not for our unit. Remember oh, I had this oh, problem yes, before. Yes, How yes, much yes, power yes, are you yes. getting to your building? I don't know. But it's like it's like consistent now. It's not like the same thing. It's like and then we couldn't use like more than one burner at a time. Yesterday was just using the oven and it did it to us. And every time we do it, I'm playing Sekiro, so my game is yeah, uh, in danger of being corrupted. Oh uh, no. Oh no. Uh, okay, so that's how you that's why you're actually mad. This at is this. a problem. No, no, no. Really I, have to I, don't, this now. I don't think we should be living. I don't think we should have to deal with oh, a place where Sekiro no, isn't no, no. getting saved. Without with uh, something in our apartment shutting the, like, shutting all the electricity. Short circuiting the power. Yeah, yeah. no. It's kind of like sometimes when I turn on the fan in my room with the lights on, it turns off and turns back on. Yeah. And now I feel your pain. I can relate. There you go. Thank yeah. you, David. That sucks, dude. I'm sorry. Sorry to go through that. Matthew, ask me what my woe dude is. Don, what's your woe dude of the week? I don't have one. Matt, what's your woe, dude? Why the hell would so you So you can get her out of the way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my woe, dude of the week. My woe, dude of the week was that uh, last Wednesday, Thursday, one of those days, I was driving home and all of a sudden all these undercover cop cars flipped their sirens on and were driving by me. Nice. There was like 20 of them. Yeah. Like, I'm, that's not an exaggeration. There was 20 undercover cop cars. I think you said this last week. Did I? Okay. Well, it was just crazy because like I found out one of my kids was actually there at the. She he watched the car crash into the. Oh no! Shit. Yeah. Semi. Yeah. yeah. So uh, some I guess it was a murder suspect that was running from the cops and ran all the way from uh, Temecula up to Pomona, and so I just happened to be there. So it was it was just wild. I'm that's still crazy to me. But double woe, dude. Double woe, dude. What about you, Cheese? What's your uh, woe dude of the week? That they're making a live action powerpuff girls tv show why oh, oh i saw oh. that i saw that like it's a woe dude and it's also like oh come it's like on. it's like it's like it's a woe dude but it's also like a why dude why dude why dude it's a why it's like dude. A why yeah like like leave things alone leave it let it be it's leave, uh leave things alone it's supposed to be them dealing it's them as adults dealing with being the superhero I, children i feel like that what's the amazon what's show what's the amazon show with the the superheroes, the Teen boys, Titans. the boys. I feel like that is created this whole thing about superheroes like that anti-hero superheroes. Yeah, yeah, like stop, just leave the Powerpuff Girls alone. I would love to see an animated film on Crash Bandicoot. That'd be great. That'd be it, fun. No, it would not. That would, it, no, it, just, it would just it'd be, be boring. It would be fun to watch. They would literally just be spinning and crashing boxes and jumping. What's not fun about you that? Tell me, you never watched Crash Bandicoot speed run. Come on. I haven't actually. It's live. Do they have those? 
Yeah. Uh, Crash Bandicoot really? 2 speed run is wild. That's a speed run oh, I didn't game. know that. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, is that what yeah. gets you stoked on? No, what gets me stoked is that Age of Empires 4 got a full gameplay release. And uh, it's they're going to talk about like the Ottomans coming, coming to this different thing. And they have like different ages. Is that why you watch the documentary? Uh, no. Oh, okay. I watched it because I just I saw there was like live action and I haven't really watched any TV in a very long time. So I was like, I want to watch. Oh, well, you're done with school this week. Yeah. So I wanted to watch something. So, um, but yeah, I'm really excited for Age of Empires 4. That's one of my favorite games. Favorite, favorite games. Age of Empires 3 growing up. Um, we played a lot of that. Yeah. I felt bad because my dad was always into it. And then I was like, oh, dad, can I try? And I tried and I couldn't. I was so addicted. I would literally hear the video game music while I went to sleep and the music wasn't playing. I would just have it in my ear so long for hours and hours and hours that when I would go to bed, I would hear it. I literally thought I was hearing the music. It was insane. It's crazy. Yeah. I fucking love that game. And that's actually what was like really started my like whole imagination thing. You know, a lot of people don't actually see things in their head, like the read yeah. the animations in their head. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I'm thinking of a bowl right now. Nice. Matt, what what's what gets you stoked? <laughs> I was waiting for him and waiting and waiting. Uh what got me stoked this week was my cousin and I uh are like we've always toyed around with this idea of starting like an SEO company because like we both do that separately. Um and so this pat last week he had he like called me and he's like Matt I might have a potential client and so it looks like things might be moving in the right direction with oh, that oh yeah hell yeah so super That's pumped awesome. on that making moves yeah so super super proud of Caleb he's been killing it shouty so. touty sea dog yeah, sea money bubba yeah so killing the game it's uh it's it's cool to see that and then it's cool just to like have that relationship with your family member you know what I mean where you both like get along with the same thing and it's like We've had some pretty not not intense. Will you stop? We've had some like pretty good like adult conversations that like weren't necessarily easy to have just about like how the work's gonna be divvied up and like he's asked me some pretty like like very mature questions. So it's cool to see your cousin in that light where it's like, Okay, like you're you're good. Like you know what you're doing. Like you're not naive and nobody's gonna like rob you blind. Like you, nah, he's you, smart. you know the questions to ask. You yeah, know, smart kid. You got a name for it yet? No, uh, Caleb. No, not yet. Yeah, Colobo. No, no, it's for the for the company. Uh, yeah, organic growth SEO. So. Organic growth SEO. Shout <laughs> out. Yeah, so go ahead and, and shouty touty to that. Look it up. There's a website and everything. All right. Uh, but David, what got you stoked this week? Oh, I just had it. A chair. A chair? Just yeah. a singular chair? Yep. Over the Easter weekend, I went to my cousin's house and I sat in this chair. And it was the greatest chair I'd ever sat in. And it has like ribs on it on the back that like contour to a spine. It's like these uh, like pushing ribs. And, Is it like uh, a gaming chair or like a. No, it's just a normal, normal uh, like desk the, chair, task di- chair. At the yeah. dinner table? No, no, like a, like a, like an office chair. Oh, okay. And it's got mesh back. And uh, I bought one for our office. And then I went to work where the chair I had ordered was giving me problems. Returned that one and was like, nope, get me this one. So now I've got. Oh, so you literally have it at work. Yeah, nice. I have it at work, and I have it at the apartment now. Send me the link because I need a new chair. It's great. Oh my gosh, David just like aged Simping for significantly. Chairs. Do you think I have a Twitch, Dalton? <laughs> oh, I thought you that was going to get you stoked. You this week. Your Twitch. Do a double stoked. 
Do double stuff. Otherwise, Stoke, I'm going to talk about it. We started it. our Twitch channel. And, we and got 18 David followers. And Rachel Selfless did a, plug. What is it? They, they did a great job. Shout, uh, give it another shout out to We didn't have in-game audio or... It's fine. It was still great. They're figuring yeah. things, yeah. things out, fine. but it's fucking fun, dude. Do you Everyone remember the first couple weeks of this shit You've show? You've never played that. I've got told that we didn't. <laughs> I thought you were telling me. I'm like, I've never <laughs> I played you one. Were you. You've never only oh, like, well, played. Literally, oh, hold on. Can I? Oh, I'm going to pull it up. Don't. I got told we didn't uh, advertise it enough before our first stream. Who told but you? But Don was there. I was there. I checked it out. Who, I had a great wait, time. Wait, wait, Who told you didn't, you didn't advertise, advertise uh, it? A couple enough. different people. Okay, I'll find out after this. I don't think I told you that. Don, you want to close this out this time? No yeah. way. All right, guys. Oh, my thanks God. Thanks for tuning in. Keep going. In. No, keep looking for it. Hey, folks. Thanks for tuning in this week. Uh, as again, we are Drum and Drummer. So um, as you guys would like, check us out at Drum Podcast on Instagram and on uh, what? TikTok. And on TikTok. Uh, we're pretty big on TikTok, so I'm sure you guys already heard of us. And uh, if you guys are enjoying this, please leave a like and a s- s- subscribe and put a notification bell down on your on this side over here and uh you got it pulled up matt and uh i hope you guys really enjoyed uh what we have brought to you this evening um remember stay happy stay healthy and until next week i'm drum and i'm drummer you guys stay safe we'll see you then bye bye